0: And welcome to Apostles in Action. I'm your host, Pastor present of the Lucian Zion Apostolic Church of God in Christ. And today we'll be hearing from my first lady, Prophet, as we continue the- and our focus on the family series. So, from the, book of Malachi. the Lord said that he would turn the
1: heart of the fathers unto
0: the children and the hearts of the children unto the fathers. But now we're listening to the Majestic. Le-
1: yeah. I'm
2: prophetess d8 and coming to you from our family series we're talking about the seeds of life and reading genesis 1:28, it says and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fall of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now, in our family series, we've been talking a lot about abortion, and how God said replenish the earth, and not destroy the earth. And also, Not to destroy the seed. Because we know, as we talked about last week, God created the seed to replenish the earth. In order for that to happen, in order for our seed to continue, we must not destroy the seed. And as we said last week, 62 million, 62 million abortions are done. Each year, this is multiplied. If you would say sixty-two million from nineteen ninety until two thousand and nine, the numbers are staggering. This is a modern-day Holocaust. We know that Jewish day there was six million Jews that died in the Holocaust. Think about it. It's sixty-two million a year dying Americans. We got to do something about it. We got to wake up. We got to think about this. This is not God's will. This is not the way he wants us to go. We got to think about it. This is worse than any genocide. This is worse than any Holocaust. This is worse than any epidemic. This is the epidemic. This is the seed that's being destroyed that is coming into our society and ruining and putting in destruction and it's a sin. And we have to do something about it. God judges all sin. And we have to say we can't sleep on this any longer. It's a God thing, and we can't sleep on it no longer. We got to do something about it. We got to say something about it. We got to pray for our brothers and our sisters. Let's go before the throne of grace because we know there is healing. But we have to confess our sins. We have to confess our sins. We got to bring it before God and say, "Lord, we didn't know. We're wrong. We confess our sins and we ask for forgiveness by Your throne of grace." All have come show the glory of God. We all sinners, this Lord needing a Savior to save us. And we believe the God that took the stripes on his back, that took the hole in his side, that laid on that cross and died. Died for us. He became sin that we might have life and life more abundantly. But we got to trust the one who gives a life. We got to believe that he is the restorer of life. The second Adam who came who, who the first Adam fell and he didn't complete his task. But the second Adam who kept all the father, who kept the word and who died as the word and he came back word, that one, that one, that one. We, we want to trust Him, and we want to believe that He can. I can do all things through that Christ who strengthens me. Not every Christ. There's added Christ. There's other Christ, but that Christ who strengthens me, who gives me hope, who says, "Believe in me, and you shall be saved." Now, come on. We gotta pray for our brothers, for our sisters, for our mothers, for our children, for all of those who might be in the snares of the devil. We all been there. We all been deceived. The devil, the devil is the deceiver of the brethren. He is the one who comes into your life and tells you that you should do this or do that, whatever that might be. Maybe it's not abortion you're dealing with. It might be stealing or something else. But he's still deceiving you. And you've got to come and you've got to acknowledge the Lord. And you've got to say, Lord, help me. I know this thing, what I'm doing is not right. But you have given me hope. Because you said, if I will confess my sins, then you are faithful and just to forgive me. And cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And that's what we're encouraging you to do. Is to come to the throne of grace. Ask for forgiveness. That he can forgive you. And cleanse you from all unrighteousness. To restore all that that you lost. See, in heaven, it's nothing lost. In heaven, God has accounted for every abortion, for every miscarriage, for every seed, for every hair that's on your head. He knows you. He's written your name in his hand, and you are forever before him. He knows every person on earth by name. He knows everything about you, and he desires that you should live and not die. He desires that you should be with him in heaven and not die. In hell. See, the devil is the only one who has that curse for hell. He's going to hell because he fell in the beginning. But it wasn't us. God always desired that we have life and more abundantly. But see, the devil, he wants to take as many as he can with him because he knows he is damned to hell and he's going in there for sure. But we don't have to have that same curse. We can have a hope in Jesus, who is the deliverer, who is like a Moses, the deliverer, who what he came in and submitted himself into this world as a man, that he might live among us and be a brethren, that he can feel all things and understand. He understands what you're going through. He understands what you felt, what you your hurts and your pains. You can go to him and tell him. Anything you can say, Lord, I've been struggling, I'm hurting, I'm in pain. I need you, I need help. You talk to God more than you talk to your friends, you talk to God more than you talk to your dog You talk to God, and then God will give you your pathway to healing. He understands. See, he didn't he came here so that he could understand what you're going through. He came here so that he could understand what you're feeling. He came here so he could understand how the devil deceives you. But why don't you tap into that power? Why don't you tap into the Holy Ghost? He's trying to talk to you. He's trying to tell you there is hope. There is a way out. But you got to listen. You've got to go to him. you got to humble yourself and pray. Brothers and sisters, I want to invite you to join us for a Seeds of Life walk. We're praying for the seeds of human life to be saved from abortion. Walks are forming in these cities, Pasadena, Monrovia, Rancho Cucamonga, and San Bernardino. You can register now, only $10 per person. Go to www.blackplanet.com slash seeds of life and be a sponsor or donate. This uh, program is uh, hosted by Ephesians Zion Church, Seeds of Life, and you can reach us at P.O. Box one oh eight eight five Glendale California.
0: You're listening oh, you're now to the fun and that's where I will abide. I'm gonna take my way around where I'm gonna fly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait till I
1: get to glory.
0: Let's now go unto the word of God. I'll be reading to you from Exodus 1, 8 and 10, 15 through 16, and then Matthew two, sixteen through 18. And the word of God reads, Now there rose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on. Let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and if it come to pass, that when there falleth out any war, they join unto our enemies, and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, which the name of the one was Shiphrah, and the name of the other Pua. And he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, ye shall live. And now from the book of Matthews in 2.16, then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked, of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth, and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, in all the coast thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah, was there a voice heard, lamination and weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted, because they are not? My thought for this day, are children that are not. Now, as we look here back at our text, we see that these men, the Pharaoh of Egypt, and Herod, who was a Roman senator, a governor, they were men who were in power, men of great authority. And they gave orders. They gave orders secretly among themselves in their own meetings to get rid of the children that were being born. Herod went from two years on down to Not even barely coming out and Pharaoh gave the order as soon as it looked like they're about to give birth. Get rid of them if it is a male child. Now we have to understand something here. This is the same way in today's time and culture. There has been a doctrine that has been going out that says that we should get rid of the children. Now, notice here what the Pharaoh, he had said in conversation amongst himself with his fellow people. He said, come, let us deal wisely, that is craftily, cunningly. Let us seduce the people's minds so that we can get rid of these uh, people, these children of Israel see we know that God is the author of life and now what we know is that the devil has come but only for one purpose and that is to kill steal and to destroy and it is God who, who ordained a life and it is the devil who ordained the opposite of it which is death and destruction now notice the people of those times, just like the people of these times, they look to the kings and to the governors as being their leaders. So in the same way in these days and times, we look to those we consider to be over us, the great ones to truly direct us and give us wise counsel and to be looking out for our best interests. But we see that when it comes to the children, for some reason, they are not. Oh, I hear Rachel and she is weeping for her children are not. Now, I want to give you a little testimony to show you exactly what I mean. And I'm calling out to the men on this day. Because men, we are just as guilty as the women for this thing called abortion and what do I mean well there was a time when I was young in my faith and I did not so much understand the ways of God and I had my wife and I took her to the hospital and the doctors came in and he said Oh, this child that your wife is now having, we are going to have to abort. Now, the reason why we're going to have to abort is because we do not believe that this baby shall make it. But, come to find out that truly the baby could have made it. But, right then in that time, what had happened, I listened to that doctor. Because what did I do? I listened to man above listening unto the word of God. And so needless to say, I went along with this doctor and I came back and I talked to my wife and my wife looked at me as to be the head to make the best decision for us. So I went on and I told the doctor, I said, is there not any other way? And the doctor looked at me and he said, no, there is no other way. This is the only way that we could save." your wife so I said okay So the doctor went through his heinous procedure, and I looked at my child. I looked at my firstborn son, who was a direct image of me, as this doctor had now aborted my child, and my child lay dead. So, I immediately, I walked out of the hospital, and I went out into the parking lot, and I looked up to heaven, and I said, Oh my God, what is this? that I have done for I looked at my hands and my own hands were covered with blood and I say this to say this is that when we give permission to our women to abort our babies it is our hands that are now drenched in blood now you may say that oh I have never ever given such a consent oh. But what about the children that the women that you laid with had and they had no one there with them and they had to go and abort that child. Oh, you say, well, I did not give consent unto him. Well, the very issue is this here, is that if you did not support the woman, in bringing the child to full term in life. Then you gave consent by omission, just as I had given consent to do this very heinous act. And the reason why I share this testimony and say this is to let you know that we as men, we are just as guilty. We are guilty even as Adam in the Garden of Eden when the devil came and he beguiled his woman. You see, all the time, the devil devil was in the garden, Adam was there too with his wife Eve. But when the devil beguiled, when he tricked the woman into doing something that the Lord did not want to do, the man did not say anything. Therefore, Adam was guilty. Therefore, we are guilty when we do not say anything. When we stand by and we just watch the slaughter of the innocents, we are Guilty. We are guilty. But the thing about it, God in his mercy, he has said unto us through his words, he has said that if we would only confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I say this to say this, is that all of us who now stand by and watch the slaughter of the innocents that's going up into the thousands and into the trillions over periods of years. It is declared to be a holocaust. But yet we say nothing. And the very fact that we say nothing, God is looking down upon us. Now we remember from the book of said that before the great and dreadful day that he would send forth his prophet elijah to wake up the people he would send forth elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers back unto the children and the hearts of the children back unto the fathers lest he come and he strike the earth with a curse and right now i'm telling you is that as these children are being slaughtered, the earth itself is having to open up her mouth and drink the blood of these slaughtered innocents, and their blood is crying out just as the blood of Abel cried out when he was slaughtered by his own brother. And right now, God is saying that unless we, as men and fathers, turn our hearts back unto the children and let out cry against this scourge against the earth that he himself would come and strike the earth because of this great sin that is now reaching up to heaven and it is crying out Uh, even as uh, rachel is uh, weeping uh, for her children that were but yet now they are not let us ask the lord And if you know not the Lord Jesus, just pray with me and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. I believe that you died on the cross, were buried, and on the third day, God the Father raised you from the dead. Right now, Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart and I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Lord, cleanse me and forgive me of all my trespasses. Amen. Well now, until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. And remember, to call us here at Pastors in Action at area.